Napoleon from Child Harold, Canto Three by Lord Byron. From the World's Best Poetry, Volume Seven, Descriptive and Narrative, Part One. Read for LibriVox.org by Craig Franklin. Napoleon. There sunk the greatest, nor the worst of men, whose spirit antithetically mixed one moment of the mightiest and again on little objects with like firmness fixed extreme in all things hadst thou been betwixt thy throne had still been thine or never been for daring made thy rise as fall thou seekest even now to reassume the imperial mien and shake again the world the thunderer of the scene conqueror and captive of the earth art thou she trembles at thee still, and thy wild name Was ne'er more bruited in men's minds than now, That thou art nothing save the jest of fame, Who wooed thee once thy vassal, and became The flatterer of thy fierceness, Till thou wert a god unto thyself, nor less the same, To the astounded kingdoms all inert, Who deemed thee for a time whate'er thou didst assert. O oh, more or less than man in high or low, Battling with nations flying from the field, Now making monarchs next thy footstool now, More than thy meanest soldiers taught to yield, An empire thou couldst crush, command, rebuild, But govern not thy pettiest passion, Nor, however deeply in men's spirits skilled, Look through thine own, nor curb the lust of war, Nor learn the tempted fate will leave the loftiest star. Yet well thy soul hath brooked the turning tide, With that untaught innate philosophy, Which, be it wisdom, coldness, or deep pride, Is gall and wormwood to an enemy. When the whole host of hatred stood hard by, To watch and mock thee shrinking, thou hadst smiled, with a sedate and all-enduring eye, When fortune fled her spoiled and favourite child, He stood unbowed beneath the ills upon him piled. Sager than in thy fortunes, for in them Ambition steeled thee on too far to show, That just habitual scorn which could contemn Men and their thoughts, t'was wise to feel not so. To wear it ever on thy lip and brow, And spurn the instruments thou wert to use, Till they were turning unto thine overthrow. Tis but a worthless world to win or lose, So hath it proved to thee and all such lot who choose. If, like a tower upon a headlong rock, Thou hadst been made to stand or fall alone, Such scorn of man had helped to brave the shock. But men's thoughts, were the steps which paved thy throne. Their admiration, thy best weapon, shone. The part of Philip's son was thine, not then, unless aside thy purple had been thrown, like stern Diogenes to mock at men. For sceptred cynics, earth, were far too wide a den. But quiet, too quick bosoms, is a hell, and there hath been thy bane, there is a fire. And motion of the soul which will not dwell, in its own narrow being, but aspire beyond the fitting medium of desire, and but one kindled quenchless evermore, praise upon high adventure, 
nor can tire of aught but rest, a fever at the core, fatal to him who bears, to all who ever bore. This makes the madmen who have made men mad, by their contagion conquerors and kings, founders of sects and systems, to whom adds sophists, bards, statesmen, all unquiet things, which stir too strongly the soul's secret springs, and are themselves the fools to those they fool. Envied, yet how unenviable! What stings are theirs? One breast laid open were a school, which would unteach mankind the lust to shine or rule. Their breath is agitation, and their life a storm whereon they ride to sink at last, and yet so nursed and bigoted to strife, that should their days surviving perils past melt to calm twilight, they feel overcast, with sorrow and supiness, and so die, even as a flame unfed which runs to waste, with its own flickering or a sword laid by, which eats into itself and rusts ingloriously. He who ascends to mountain tops shall find the loftiest peaks most wrapped in clouds and snow. He who surpasses or subdues mankind must look down on the hate of those below. Though high above the sun of glory glow and far beneath the earth and ocean spread, Round him are icy rocks and loudly blow, contending tempests on his naked head, and thus reward the toils which to those summits led. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.